Hello, and welcome to the Spandex and Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Hackney, and I'm so happy that you're here. This podcast is a place for conversations about balancing a healthy lifestyle and being happy. More specifically, happy hour. Together, we'll explore all things wellness and wine. I hope you learn a little, laugh a lot, and along the way, know you're not alone on this balanced wellness journey. Ready to jump in? Pour something in your glass that makes you happy because it's time for Spandex and Wine. Hello and welcome to the Spandex and Wine podcast. Today's guest is someone I've respected in the wine world for many years. She is driven, talented, creative, and so supportive and willing to help others. She wears many hats as an entrepreneur in three businesses. Her self-discipline keeps her on track in her professional life and her healthy lifestyle. I'm so excited to have Keisha DeLugos join me today to share her story. Hey, Keisha, it's so wonderful to have you here today, even if you're sideways. There we go. (laughs) Thank you for joining me. Thanks, Robin. It's such a pleasure to be here, and I'm so excited to talk to you. It's been a while. It has been a little while. Okay, I don't want to make it awkward from the very beginning, but here's what I'm going to tell you. You are absolutely gorgeous, like gorgeous, stunning category. You know, there's cute, there's pretty, there's beautiful, gorgeous, stunning. You're way at the top. So, wow. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that, especially since I'm like, you know, fresh face. It's it's good (laughs) to be fresh face. And I love compliments. I think we, it's taken me a long time to really accept compliments. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things as you get older, you view compliments, at least for me, a little differently. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yes. No, I can. I'm the same way. I understand that. In fact, at my very first retreat, I had everyone, I gave them an index card and there were 21 people there and you had to write the quality that you really respected about that person or some type of positive affirmation about that person, even if you had just met them. And we read them on Friday night around the fire. And the only thing you could say was, thank you. And it was so powerful. So the power of compliments, I'm with you. (laughs) Okay. So I have watched you. I've been your wine sister for a little while now. And I remember the post that you made the day that you were able to shift 100% into your wine business. And I can't even imagine what that felt like. Do you remember that day? I do. And I remember the post. Uh, Sometimes it pops up in my Facebook memories. Facebook memories can be really powerful sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. So it was... uh, you know, Julie Andrews and that scene, that iconic scene in The Sound of Music, that was the image that I used. And it was like, it was just that moment of, this is what I want to do. And I've worked hard to do it. And now I've achieved that goal. So it it was a very um, liberating feeling to be able to do that and to post it. Because once you post something, it's almost like a promise to ourselves, right? Like, I can't go Mm -hmm. back. I mean, we can without being too hard on ourselves. But for me, that was a way of being like, here I am. This is what, this is where I'm going at this point. So. Yes. No, congratulations. And that was how many years ago? That was a while ago. Yes. I believe that was in the spring that, well, I know that was in the spring of 2016. 2016. Okay. Yeah. And I joined in October, 2015. So I just remember reading it thinking, oh, that's so cool. Um, And I love how you said that you've worked many nine to five jobs, but that being an entrepreneur makes you the happiest. Absolutely. So 
a lot of people don't know this about me, but I have a degree in political science. I always joke and say, I'm a lot smarter than I look, right? Or sometimes people will say, you have a degree in political science, but you're so fun. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, they're not mutually exclusive, right? Right. Um, you know, I, I worked I worked for the university hospital at some point. I worked for the state at some point at the geological survey. Uh, actually, when I was working at the geological survey is when I started my wine journey with Traveling Vineyard. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but I just realized that being on my own schedule and being able to do things that I really love, and of course, the extra family time, it was really important to me. And I had the ability to do that. So it was a no-brainer after so long. Yeah, yeah. Well, and along that journey too, like I have noticed your exercise regimen, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, you have done a phenomenal job just getting yourself to where you are today. Um, so take me along that journey too. Yeah. So, and thank you so much for the compliment. I have always been athletic. I've always been fit. I've always had an athletic build. I'm very muscular. Mm. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, I was, I was a cheerleader all of my life. Uh, in fact, my very first job was I worked for a cheerleading company, uh, oh. teaching cheer routines. And then I was a cheer judge. Anyhow, I was a cheerleader. I was a runner. I was always very fit. Uh, along the way, there was a period of time in my life, probably for about two to four years or so, where um, I had some health issues and that led to medication. The medication led to weight gain. And when sure. I say weight gain, I'm speaking like 60, 70 pounds of weight gain. So okay. if people didn't personally see me within that window of time, mm-hmm. they probably don't know me any differently. Right. Um, or if they didn't pay attention to, you know, my photos online when I post or something, but it's an, it's a normal thing that, um, you just have an image in your mind of how someone looks. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and then when that weight gain sneaks up, but my, my dad had, uh, my dad passed from a stroke actually oh, on goodness. my birthday back in 2019. Oh, and, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. And my mom, a few months later started having heart complications. So she had heart surgery and neither of my parents are big people in stature. Right. So mm-hmm. I was like, I've got to really get, get this thing going. So when I had gained all of that extra weight from the other health issues that I was experiencing, it pushed me into that diabetic zone. And I don't know if you know that. So, uh-uh. uh, yeah. So I was on, um, some pre-diabetes medication and I really needed to get healthy. I mean, I was under 40, you know, I have a child and I wanted to be healthy, um, for, for him. Right. Uh, so I made some lifestyle changes, um, changed the way that I ate, of course, cut way back on sugar, uh, mm-hmm. things of that sort. I always exercised, but once that extra weight came off, I was able to really be in my element sure. with the exercising again. Um, Orange Theory was a big thing for me. Uh, okay. Hit style workouts. I am that person. I need someone like yelling at me to like move, move faster on the treadmill. Um, and of course that's a hit style workout. So I really enjoyed that. And it, I, you know, I'm happy for the journey of where I've gone with that. So. Yeah. You've done a phenomenal job. So do you you. still go to orange theory or do you work out on your own now? I work out on my own now. So we have a Peloton here that we use, of course, but then I will go into the gym and I, I will do cardio. Um, weightlifting, all of that stuff. So I'm still very much hit, uh, oriented. 
Okay. Okay. And, you know, I think it's great that your son got to see all of this. I'm seeing this as a common thread with the women that I'm talking to that I'm, I'm really reaching out and relating and resonating with women that have made changes kind of, you know, maybe midlife, not exactly midlife, but at a place where our kids can see that we're making these changes and they can really um, view us as role models too. So you're definitely a great role model for your well, pot or your, for your son rather. Yeah. Thank you. And he's at the age now where he can go to the gym with me and work out. Um, and he does like conditioning and things like that on his own. So, okay. It is good. But you're entering the, that. you're entering the teenage years. Is that right? We are. My son is currently 15. Oh, 15. Okay. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Just the other day he was 11. <laughs> I know. I know. Yes. So he is a sophomore in high school now. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember seeing pictures of him and your dogs and so, and you're such a great photographer, which is what you've moved into yes. um, through traveling vineyard also, because you, well, I'll let you tell your story about how you got there. Yeah. So the last time I took a photography course was in high school. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I have not been in high school since 1999. Okay. So it's been okay. a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I'm also a very, um, just naturally creative. So I always say, I just think pretty much with that side of my brain, I love anything that's aesthetically pleasing, decorating those things. So photos kind of were just natural for me. Mm-hmm. And I started with my cell phone. And I would just photograph, you know, the traveling vineyard wines with food pairings. They mm-hmm. would use them. And then it got to the point where um, I was a, I was a social ambassador. I was the head social ambassador with Traveling Vineyard for for quite a number of years. Very My cool. life just got a little hectic. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. And one day I thought, you know what? if I am taking these photos anyway, I'm going to start my own business. And I think, and that was in September of 2020, by the way. Mm -hmm. And I think, well, I know 2020 was a year for all of us where we had a lot of time to sit and think and reflect. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, what do I want to do? What do I, you know, we couldn't get out of the house. And so it's like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I think this is where my heart truly is, is with photography. And so that's how I got back into that. I still do photos for Traveling Vineyard. Uh, I just did some for fall for them and they'll use them in some ads and campaigns and the digital catalogs. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to say thank you too, because before they even um, kind of brought you along as a social ambassador, you were just putting your photographs out there and you're like, use them. It's good. It's great. You know, you're welcome to. And I was just talking to someone else, Morgan Williams, who's also um, a wine sister of ours. And we were talking about how Traveling Vineyard is just so supportive of other wine guides and that there's, there's no competition. There's enough wine people out there that we just love to support each other and help each other. So the way that you did that was fantastic. Well, thank you. And like Morgan, you know, she transitioned into a coaching business. I transitioned into photography that, you know, you've transitioned into your business and it's right. just a great, and I've heard people say that they couldn't get up in front of a crowd and speak before. Uh, oh. And now this, you know, has really given them that confidence to, you know, let, let loose a little bit and and be more confident in whatever it is that they're doing. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I've been in the fitness industry for over 20 years now. And I used to joke and say that, okay, I can bend over in front of a crowd in spandex, but get up in front of a crowd and talk. Oh my gosh. But since traveling vineyard, that has all changed. So I'm yes. so grateful. <laughs> um, okay. So wine guide photographer, you're wearing a new hat now. Tell me about what's going on. So I've recently uh, embarked on this journey with MPE, which is Masterfully Planned Events. I always say that because here in Morgantown, West Virginia, we have a company called MPE too. Oh, okay. It's, it's like, it's it's power equipment. So oh. <laughs> uh, for me in my little world, I always make sure to like, you know, tell people that. It's just a little funny aside. But uh, Allison um, McMasters, uh, I, I've known her for years. Um, she had planned our travel before. And she's moved into this new way of travel, which is collective travel. And it's really genius. So essentially collective travel is you travel in a group, but it has so many benefits. So, you know, whatever your interest is, typically it's built around interest. So, you know, whether it's yoga or wine or photography, if like my first hosted trip is to Portugal. So I'm a founding trip host. So, okay. Um, any, this, my trip in particular is based around just food and wine and culture. So if you're interested in food and wine and culture, if you're a foodie, essentially a wino, this would be a great trip for you. Some people are hosting, uh, trips themed for accomplished, uh, cyclist, uh, Mm -hmm. yoga, uh, spiritual retreats. There's so many options, but with collective travel, you're meeting with a group of people or traveling with a group of people that have similar interests. Okay. You may or may not know them. And then you have okay. a trip host. I would be, you know, the trip host for this one. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of it is it it helps keep the trip, the travel um, economical for you as well. Okay. Uh, because you are traveling in a larger group and there's safety in numbers. So you're not traveling alone or just one other person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something to be said. Um, about, you know, safety and numbers. And it's just a great way to meet people and network with people. My husband and I, we took our honeymoon to Italy back in 2008. I had to think about it. I was like, what year is that? (laughs) Uh, And, you know, we booked through a travel agent. It was just the two of us, but we ended up in a group because the trip was was designed to be with a group. And while we had a tour guide that traveled with us to each city in the group, we didn't know really much about her. And I think the way that this is done is genius. You can go onto the MPE site and read all of our bios, learn about us, connect with us prior to the trip. So if I've never met you before, you know, you're going to be familiar with me as you should be um, when we travel. And then the whole trip is planned for you, basically. The itinerary is done. And I don't know about you, Robin, but that is one less stress that I have to worry about when I am traveling is if everything's done for me. Um, so that's a, a big help as well. And then it's great because we have those planned excursions, but then we we've made it where you can build on and add your own or decide what you want to do. So you're, you're in the group, but you have those moments because we all need those moments of downtime as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so If you go to the MPE site, uh, there's all kinds of trips, Spain, Ireland, Portugal, Italy. Um, I think there are going to be some domestic trips as well. Uh, So just really fun things that catch your interest. 
Okay. So you're a managing partner and owner and a host. Is that correct? I am not a managing partner or owner. Okay. I am a founding trip host. So I've come on okay. to help them launch this, but I'm also on the back end as a social media strategist um, okay. to help other hosts um, give them ideas of how to market their trips and things okay. of that nature. Okay, cool. So the one that you have coming up um, in Portugal so I don't know if you even have the agenda done because it's so far out, but like, what does that trip look like? What could people expect on that trip? So that trip is, um, it's at the end of April into early May. Um, it's six night, all inclusive. Uh, so we're going to start in Lisbon and venture to Porto. Um, it's just such mm-hmm. a magical country. The first time I went to Portugal, it was 2019 and I would have never thought to listen. I base my trips around where the wine is good. Okay. And I knew <laughs> Portugal had wonderful wine. And I don't know if you, you saw the vineyard with the giant wine barrels. Yes. So yes. Everyone kept tagging me in that. And I used to always joke and be like, I, you know, you know, you've made it in the wine world when people keep tagging you in the wine memes. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, let me and my friend, we're like, we're going to go to Portugal and we're going to stay in those. It's a bucket list. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. So we ended up actually getting to stay in one of those giant barrels um, at the vineyard. And I think they only had like five at the time. Wow. And I think the most that they're ever going to do is 10. Um, but so it's a it's such a hidden gem. There's a lot of people that are actually moving to Portugal. Um, there's not a huge language barrier. Things are mm-hmm. fairly simple. It's just a gorgeous country. Um so we're going to start in Lisbon and then we're going to explore all of the culture. The cuisine is wonderful. Um, of course, they're known for their port wine. Yeah. Um, so that's always fun. They have great bridges. Uh, and just, you know, the journey is is just promised to be a blend of making it such an ideal trip for food and wine enthusiasts. Sure. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I love it. So would you say that you're kind of like a a tour guide um, to? Yeah, essentially. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. I have a friend that is moving to Portugal. So when you said people are moving to Portugal, I'm like, yes, they are. Yes. And I've (laughs) met people before. Yeah. There's just more for healthcare reasons too, just because the healthcare there is so much more affordable. That is what the person that we were in Savannah over the summer, and there's a gentleman, he was a business owner, and he was talking to us about moving to Portugal. And that was one of his reasons why as well was healthcare. Right. Okay. And Keisha, I feel like you're a lot like me. Um, you're wearing three different hats and you're balancing a lot of things. How to? How do you keep everything in balance? I'm pretty, I've always prided myself on being pretty self-disciplined. Okay. Um, and I always joke and say, I'm a Virgo. (laughs) (laughs) So everything is pretty planned out. You know, if I don't have a set plan, I know when I go to bed at night, what I am going to do the next day. So I'm a very fun person, but at the same time, I'm not necessarily a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. Okay. Um, so, you know, self-discipline, if I have a goal, I work hard to, to reach that goal. Mm -hmm. And, um, sometimes things overlap because it's a lot. Yes. (laughs) Uh, some days I'm, you know, talking to people about wine and travel, and then I'll run off to a photo shoot, right? I have a photo session this evening. Um, when I'm, when I'm 
when this is concluded concluded with you. But it's really about balance. Some mm-hmm. people can have have balance and not necessarily a lot of self-discipline, but the self-discipline definitely keeps me on track. And I'm a very curious, driven person. Uh, I am not, while, while I do not like to fly by the seat of my pants, I'm always up to try new things. Okay. I love that. That's me too. <laughs> How do you yeah. balance then? Um, because this whole podcast for me is conversations around balancing life and libations and, you know, balance is the key. How do you, with your exercise regimen and eating healthy, how does wine fit in for you in person personally? I've always been a dry red wine drinker first off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've never been a sweet wine drinker. Yeah. And so I think people sometimes assume, you know, this is being a wine guy that you sit around and drink wine all the time. Right. <laughs> it's like I drink other things too, but uh, I really enjoy a glass of red wine when I'm unwinding in the evenings. And it may mm-hmm. not be every evening, but that's, you know, my, you know, if I'm sitting down and I'm editing photos, I'll grab a glass of, you know, chilled red wine. And that's how I enjoy myself. And that's how I can still fit the things that I enjoy, such as wine into, and it probably keeps me sane and keeps me balanced too, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> I understand <laughs> But I do that. enjoy a great glass of red wine in the evenings and when I'm unwinding. Sometimes I think I do my best work when I'm sipping on some red wine. Well, I can understand that just a little bit to release yes. the creative juices, yes. if you will. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> well, and I think uh, drinking it for the right reasons too. Like if you can really appreciate the wine that you're drinking and you're drinking quality wine, then that makes a huge difference. For sure. Yeah. You hear people say the word porch pounders and, and you know, I, I would prefer more to sip my wine. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Well, do you mind if I um, give you a few like this or that or rapid fire questions? Sure. Let's go. Okay. All right. So, well, you already answered one kind of, but red, white, red. Yes. Um, And then oak or stainless steel. Stainless steel. Okay. Burpees or mountain climbers. Oh, burpees. That's a (laughs) tough one. But burpees. Yes. 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 Burpees. You feel like you're going somewhere instead of just in one spot. Yes. Okay. So weights or Pilates? Oh, weights. Weights. Okay. Now this one, I am having a hard time explaining, but you know, um, two piece spandex, so a tank top and bottoms or the new jumpsuits that are out. I'm going to go with the two piece. Okay. Yeah, me too. I have seen (laughs) these jumpsuits and I'm like, no, nobody needs to be wearing those. I I just, I don't even know how you could do it. It's hard enough. Yeah. I have like, I don't know if you saw those rompers over the summer that people had like the one piece with the pockets well I thought they were cute I had one and my son's like mom are you going to a wrestling match what are you doing oh my gosh like okay (laughs) enough of that I will never wear that again (laughs) but I think it's different like the rompers and the jumpsuits that's okay I'm talking the ones that are spandex it is hard enough to get a sweaty sports bra off yeah I can't even imagine a whole tight jumpsuit after a workout yeah I gotta be able to have some room to breathe I got you know yes Yes, for sure. Okay. So uh, let's see, happy hour or after dinner drinks? After dinner drinks. Okay. Yes. It's so that that's whole, where your port fits in. Yeah. It's that whole, let's just unwind right before bed. Okay. Very good. I like that. Good. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you have given us lots, lots of information about um, your photography, your wine business, and your travel. How can people find you? 
Uh, well, I am all over social media, as you know. <laughs> um, my Facebook, I'm Keisha Marshall DeLugas. I do have a link tree on my Facebook profile. Uh, the link tree takes you to my for all things photography. It takes you to my personal wine um, website as well. Um, the travel information link is in that link tree. I love link tree, right? Yeah. So you can find me on Facebook under Keisha Marshall DeLugas. You can find me on Instagram under The Keisha Project or Keisha Plus Wine. And there's a link tree and you can find all the things. Awesome. I'll be sure to put it in the show notes as well. So people can have that information. Yeah. I have no doubt that you're going to be successful in this new venture with travel. Um, I can't wait to watch it unfold. And I would love to be on one of your trips. Oh, yes. I would love to have you on one of my trips. That would be fun. We could turn it into a fun retreat for everyone. Yes. You would be great at hosting a retreat. You really would be. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. I, I'll have to think about it. We'll talk after the yeah. after the call about that. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the time and uh, you just go pour something in your glass that makes you happy. I have to do a photo session, but after my photo session, right, I that's will. right. Okay. See, it's got all those moving parts all the time that we were talking about. All the moving parts. Yes. yes. Oh, goodness. Well, thank you, Keisha. I appreciate this time. You're so welcome. And thanks so much for having me on. It's an honor. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. A big thank you to Keisha for sharing this time with me. A few takeaways from our discussion. One, finding the style of workout that suits you is key. Whether it be HIT like Keisha, or lifting, yoga, or Pilates, whatever, just keep moving to be and stay healthy. Two, your passion can start simple. As you heard, Keisha started her photography business with her phone, and you're not limited. Listen to your heart and take that first step. Three, Give collective travel a try. It is traveling in a group built around your interests. It keeps costs economical, it's safe, and face it, it's fun. Four, exercise your self-disciplined muscle to stay balanced in your life and accomplish all your goals. Check out the show notes for Keisha's information. The holidays are coming up and maybe your special someone should be on that trip to Portugal with Keisha. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you take a few seconds to do each or all of the following. First, follow or subscribe to Spandex and Wine. It'll help you so you don't miss an episode and it'll help me because you won't miss any episodes. To do this, you'll just go to the podcast, click subscribe or follow wherever you are listening. Look for the plus sign or follow button. And this is one of the best things that you can do for the podcast. So thank you. If you'd also be willing to give a five-star review, that would be amazing. And lastly, please share an episode with a friend or five (laughs) to keep the love going. I appreciate you. Thanks.